Greetings and welcome to the Franz Barden Podcast. I'm your host, Clint Sabom, and I'm an executive coach for Barden practitioners. If you're interested in coaching or you just have questions and comments about the show or about any of my content, you are always free to email me at thegraveyardcowboy at gmail.com. And in this episode, we're going to kind of continue along with theory, but uh, taking some key points of Barden, which I think are important to stress before I move on to too much. And that is imagination, visualization, and correspondences. And I feel like I've heard from a lot of clients, I've seen uh, in forums, this tripping people up. And, and, you know, the first thing to remember is that the Barden work is a creative work. It's an artistic work, so to speak. And it involves an element of play and fun. And I'm hearing a lot and noticing a lot, uh, kind of just a feeling of tensionness, tension or ultra seriousness and perfectionism that seems to be holding people back. And and I speak from my own experience too. I feel like this held me back with Barden for many years too. It seemed like the book Initiation into Hermetics was so dense and so thorough And so exactly on point kind of about the secrets of the universe, but at the same time, it was too intimidated to get started. And it seemed like so strict that there was no way I could kind of loosen the reins and have play in the joints. And the way I found to do that was seeing it as a creative work, as an artistic work, and enjoying it as someone who's been creative at times to enjoy this as a creative process. Now, if we move on to imagination and visualization and correspondences, I feel like the sticking point with me and with others, as I've seen and heard, can be treating these things as if they're not really true. Because in our normal everyday speech, you know, we're basically talking about these things as if they're not really true. You're just imagining it. You're just visualizing it. It's not really true. It's all in your imagination. It's just a thing you're visualizing. It hasn't really happened. And the same way with correspondences, which are basically a system of analogies. And it's analogies from the microcosm all the way up to the macrocosm and everything in between. Everything is an analogy for everything else, but not like an analogy in the sense that it's talked about as in a poem, per se, where 
you're making an analogy, but it's just kind of a poetic device. It's We're not really talking about something true. We're talking about a creative work. Like if I said in a poem, the roots of a tree, you know, empower the earth element, you know, in, in a poem that would be just considered, uh, or the roots of a tree uh, are as, uh, well, you wouldn't use like or as, that'd be a simile, but the same thing applies. You could say the roots of a tree are the earth energy and it would end up being seen as a poetic device not necessarily discussed from a point of view of is this true or not and so with correspondences and analogies we're also dealing with something that's generally talked about as if it's just a creative device or it's just a way of putting it, it's not really literally true. And with Barden, the correspondences are real and they cover, again, everything from the microcosm to the macrocosm, which is a lot. And it's broad and it's deep and it's expansive and it covers really everything in the universe and so these correspondences match up and they match up in multiple ways but this is something that's real and that's really the way the universal system the universe itself is set up and so making the transition where imagination and visualization become a way to manifest things they're not just something you're inventing in your mind is a hard transition to make because it starts out as visualization as imagination you're visualizing and imagining yourself impregnating the water for example and you could get into the trap easily, anybody could, of thinking maybe you're not really impregnating the water. Maybe it's not really impregnated with your wish or your desire or whatever you want to put into it. Maybe it's just something you're imagining. And with Barden, that's really just the difference of a starting point going from A to B. It starts out as an imagination and visualization and becomes something real. And one could almost even say from the point of imagination and visualization, it's already real. It's already happened if it's conscious imagination and visualization. Now, if it's something you're freaked out about and you're imagining like worst case scenarios, well, that's a whole different matter because then it's kind of subconscious and it's kind of taking over your reality. And it may well be just, you know, a factor of anxiety or depression or something else. But when you're consciously imagining and consciously visualizing, in consciously making the correspondences between things, then that's a different matter. That's, that's as if 
it's already becoming real or already real. It's getting to the point where you manifest these exercises. And this has to do with all of the steps. I mean, I would say all of the steps include this. And sure, later in the book, there is a process of discernment as if with a magic mirror, for example, you're wondering if it's something you've consciously imagined or you're actually on the antenna of the spirit receiving a message. But that's much later in the work. And I'm really kind of talking about steps one, two, and three. This is important to get down as well as the rest of theory is important to get down before one can move on to one, two, and three. But there is a process where, you know, one integrates and discovers the theory as the way things work that has a kind of, you know, momentum effect of building the capacity to do it. So I would say reading the book and integrating it with your own subjective process and you subjectively where you're at is going to basically have a momentum effect where you're going to be better prepared for the steps or in fact the steps are already in motion they're already taking place i think there's great momentum in the process of going through initiation into hermetics if one doesn't take it too seriously or too tensely, you know, that can be a huge block because then you're really shutting it out. So for me, loosening up, seeing it as a creative act, as an artistic act, as something that is fun, that is play, that is playing with these things, and the, the stake of all infinity is not at stake, you know. There's no judgment of God or the devil like fundamentalist Christianity hanging over you, you know. And I realize that a lot of people, including myself, have been real uh, wounded by religion. And that can kind of cause... Um, kind of cast, I guess, a negative shadow on some of this process from being something that is fun and playful and something that rests in eternal love, that rests in the omnipotence of God or the Akasha or whatever name you want to give it. Now, the Akasha is very much, as I've said, um, the quintessence of total, you know, going from the top to the bottom and all the spaces of infinity in between. And I do feel and I have experienced lots of divine help in this entire process. And the importance of going under a master or a guru is something that Barton stresses in um, you know, her initiation into hermetics in using an example of the Eastern religions stressing that. And I, I feel like in this case, Barden himself can be a guru and indirectly benefit you from the other side. 
you know, on my altar, I like to have a picture of Barden set up as well as whatever else I put on the walls and the altar itself. And so Barden himself can serve as a guru from the other side through his work, through his presence, and indirectly benefit you. And when I say indirect, I mean it can be a form of divine help as it is the will of divine providence and so um, maybe not exactly what you want at the time but what is the best for your overall spiritual development so i feel like all of these things are very important to take into consideration and yes the imagination and the visualization those are key processes to understand but one cannot take them too literal in a scientific materialistic way otherwise there's going to be this constant doubt this skepticism this questioning of it and that questioning and that tension around that questioning can can trip up the process and i guess if you were really neurotic you could get into the you know, question, well, does that mean everything I believe is true? No, not necessarily, but things that you you can consciously and consistently imagine and visualize can be manifest. And we're not, we're not going like just willy nilly, like out of the blue with the stuff we're imagining or visualizing we're following in the footsteps of a master Barden and we're visualizing and imagining as we are directed in initiation into hermetics. So we're not going to be led astray and we're certainly not told to visualize and imagine everything all of the time. This is a very specific, you know, guide to imagining and visualizing. And it's a very specific guide to analogies and correspondences. And all of those are listed in the theory section and also throughout the book. So we're, we're in good hands here. So have some fun with it. Enjoy it. It's a creative process. It doesn't have to be done perfectly. It doesn't have to dot all the I's and cross all the T's. Sure, Barden emphasizes being thorough, but it can be a process of two steps forward and one step back, and it can involve a sense of fun and play that's often not involved in some of the monotheistic traditions in the West. There's such an ultra seriousness that comes from many conservative systems in in the west and so uh, that's kind of what we're trying to get out of uh, this here and going with Barden but taking it as an opportunity to play and an opportunity to create all of that has been real helpful to me I hope this episode helped you in some way 
And I certainly wish all of you the best and many blessings, sending you sending you good vibes. And I know it's uncertain times we live in, and I really hope everyone stays safe and well. And I will talk to you on the next episode.